Mic check one two one two. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Rogue, and you are listening. Rogue the King and his unpopular opinion. We are in the I pray this helps segment of our podcast, and we and within that segment, we are doing a series entitled "Who's the Man." Who's the man is when we walk through the book of John, the gospel of John, as told by the disciple slash brother of Jesus Christ. That is what we believe. There are many theologians, not many, but there are a lot of theologians that think somebody else wrote the book of John or this, that, and the third. We are going to believe that the writer who's saying that he's John is John, and it's John that wrote, and it's John that was with Jesus for three, for approximately three years during his earthly ministry, All right? Now, we left off. Um, I don't know how far we're going to get today. I'm going to read from uh, John chapter 9, verse 35 through chapter 10, verse 42. So, but I don't know how far we'll get. I'm going to stop at a comfortable place. I'm not trying to overwhelm anybody. I'm not trying to like just oversaturate and plus I'm tired. Okay. But, and you hear my voice is not what it needs to be. Although, let me tell you this. I'll tell this, I'll tell this to the people. But my friends know this about me. Um, I love when my voice is hoarse and I, it's hoarse and I, I'm not sick. I love this. This I love this. I, I'm not going to pray that it doesn't go away because I also like to sing and I can't sing right now. But um, I am not upset when my voice is raspier than usual. Let's just say that. And no one has made mention of it. No, Only a couple of people have said, hey, man, you sound a little hoarse. One person, actually. Other than that, no one has made mention of anything. <laughs> So, but so I'm excited about it. But that's this is me, a little tidbit. Um, so yeah, let's read, let's read this and we'll we'll get into it. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let's pray first, right? How about that? Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm so excited about you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I, I pray that I'm speaking for the person on the other end of this podcast right now. Give us strength to get through this podcast. Give us the strength. Give us the mighty um, supernatural strength to not just get through it, but get through it with shining colors to understand it on a supernatural level, to understand you deeper than we ever had before. Give us the strength, Holy Spirit, that that is dwelling in me and dwelling in the person listening to this. Arise. Have your way. Speak to and through me. Speak to and through the person listening to this podcast. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, you are awesome. Lord, you are good. And your mercy 
endures forever. Your mercy endures forever. You are awesome. You are high and lifted up. There is none like you, oh God. We worship your mighty and matchless name. We worship your name. You are holy. You wash in feet and you wash feet and we are unworthy to tie your shoes. Like John the Baptist said, like, yo, man, the dude that's coming, so great, so much greater than me. I'm unworthy to tie his sandal straps. Lord, we want to prepare ye the way of your return. As John prepared the way for your coming, we want to prepare the way for your return. By doing what you said, by being salt and light in the world. Lord, we ask you, Lord God, that you will forgive us of all of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. We pray against every bit of unforgiveness in our hearts, Lord God, that will hinder this message from going forth, either from the speaker or from the hearer. Lord, you're worthy of that. And if you forgive us, we have no right not to forgive anybody. I don't want any blessings withheld from me. It's, I got too much going on for me not to be blessed. For me not to, and I don't mean that like, oh, I deserve to be blessed. I mean, I got too much going on for you not to have your hand on my life. I can't I'm I I'm, I can't speak for the other person on on the on the on the podcast but I I know that they no matter what they're going through they can't afford for you not to have for them for you not to have your hand on their life We ask for forgiveness and we repent just like your word says forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom. The, the, the kingdom is yours, the power and the glory forever. We love you. We praise you. We magnify you. You are welcome here in this time with us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right. I know that we ended off on verse 34 and um, so we'll, but you know, we'll start, around um we'll start around verse let's do verse 30 so so they're talking to the blind man the man that was once blind who is not blind anymore and that's that's deep right we know him by his ailment and uh we know this man um th look that's what I'm doing and, and God doesn't view him like that you know, oh, look at the blind, like the man who was once, I'm not even blind anymore. And that's how you see me still. I ain't even, Lord, here we go. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to pray. We're going, we, we already prayed. We're going to read this. <laughs> I love being in the presence of God. I love it. Um, better is one day in your course than thousands spent elsewhere, oh God. Verse 30. Let's do it. The man answered and said to them, well, here is an amazing thing that you do not know where he is from. And yet he opened my eyes. I love that verse. Y'all know I love that verse. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God fearing and does his will, 
he hears him. Since the beginning of time, it has never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were born entirely in sins. That's that's. Mm. And you are teaching us. So they put him out. Keith, just read it and then go back over. Just read it. Verse 35. Jesus heard that they had put him out and finding him. He said, do you believe in the son of man? He answered, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, yeah, who's the man right there? Jesus said to him, you have both seen him and he is the one who is talking with you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. And Jesus said, for judgment, I came into this world. So that those who do not see may see and that those who see may become blind. Hmm. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, we are not blind too, are we? Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. Chapter 10. So I just want to say this. Um, and, and as a reminder to those of you who know this and, you know, and to tell it to those who don't, um, we're getting into chapter 10. The Bible before the 1600s did not have chapters and verses. It, it's a book. So not to say that books don't have chapters because they do. It's a book. And a lot of these were, let me write this to this church or let me write these to these people. or You know what I mean? So they weren't broken up this way. So sometimes you'll see what's a break in a chapter isn't necessarily a break in a thought. So we continue. Truly, truly. So let me read verse 41 again in verse one of chapter 10 will make more sense because they're one continuous thought. Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we, since you say we sin, since you say we see, your sin remains. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, but climbs up some other way, he is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger, they simply will not follow but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them, but they did not understand what those things were, which he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them again, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out 
and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who is not the owner of the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. <clears throat> and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my own and my own know me, even as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice. And they will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it up again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my father. A division occurred again among the Jews because of these words. Many of them were saying, he has a demon and is insane. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying, these are not the sayings of one demon possessed. A demon cannot open the eyes of the blind. Can he? Let's do it. Let's do it. Verse 35. Jesus heard, verse 35 of chapter 9, Jesus heard that they had put him out and finding him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? I love this. I love this. And I don't think that I'm looking too deep into this. Jesus heard that they had put him out and finding him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? Jesus is the God of the outcast. Jesus is the Jesus is the savior of the outcast. Jesus is the savior of the overlooked. Jesus is the Jesus is a brother to the brotherless. He's a mother to the motherless. He's a father to the fatherless. He's a sister to the sisterless. Jesus is everything. Yo, you are an outcast. You are outcasted by this. They put you out of the synagogue. They put you out of this place. And I'm coming to you. The one that they should be worshiping, the one that they should be coming to, the one that they should be talking about in, in, in favor of. I'm going to come to you because you believe on me. He answered, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? So I want to make a I want to make an addendum to something that I said the other week. Right. When he goes. um, When. um. When he goes up, let's go back up to verse 27. He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You do not want to become his disciples too, do you? Right? I think the man, I believe, here's what I believe. It, it could be one of two things. Because he's saying right here, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Um, I think he's like, like, I believe in you, 
I believe in you already. So whatever you want to tell, whatever you want, hallelujah. I believe in you, whoever you are. I believe in you. I'm 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 a I'm your disciple. I'm already walking with you. So whatever you telling me, I believe it to be true. So when he goes, yo, do you believe in the son of man? He's like, well, who is he? Lord, you're my Lord. I'm calling you Lord. Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? So like, if you believe in him, then I'm going to believe in him too, because you're my Lord. And so Jesus said to him, you have, you have both seen him and he is the one who is talking with you. So he's like, all right, bet. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. You're the son of man. Okay. Cause I thought, cause right here, cause I was saying before earlier that you were a prophet. I was saying it earlier in chapter nine, that you were a prophet. You're saying that you're the son of man. And that I should believe in him. Got it. Bet. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Verse 39. And Jesus said, for judgment, I came into this world. Said So that those who do not see may see. And that those who see may become blind. Man, so just like the song says, and now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Like, look, like, look, the first shall be last. You know what I mean? Like, so like those who can, those who are pro professing to be wise may become fools. And those who people are looking at as fools may be the wise ones. I've come to set things in order. For judgment, I came into this world so that those who do not see may see this wasn't just a physical manifest this was a physical manifestation of what i'm trying to do spiritually in this world of what i am going to do spiritually in this world the blind will see and the people that are, are professing to see i'm going to dumbfound you you won't be able to see you won't be able to see that is that is that i who i am we see it with the pharisees there it is. Those are the Pharisees right here. I can't see. I'm. I, I'm even. I'm not cheating. Verse forty. Those are the Pharisees were, who were with him. Heard these things and said to him, "We are not blind too, are we? You exactly who I'm talking to. <laughs> you exactly who I'm talking about." <laughs> Jesus said to them, "If you were not blind, you would have no sin." But since you, so if you were blind, if you were blind, you would have no sin. If you were blind, you would have no sin. So this is, um, this is a truth, first of all. But this is a, based off of what we were saying earlier. But this is also a play on their, on the, um, on the, the superstition of that day. Oh, if you were in sin, then you would be blind. And Jesus is like, nah. Let's flip that. If you were blind, you would have no sin. Be become blind. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Become, you know what I mean? We walk by faith and not by what? Not by sight. If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. Yo, if you weren't dependent, if you were dependent and needed help, you would be able to see. You would if you were dependent, hallelujah. Help me, help me, help me, Holy Spirit. If you were dependent and needed help, 
a blind man knows that he needs help. A blind man knows that he needs help getting across the street. A blind man knows that he needs someone else's help to help him see. A blind man knows that he cannot do it on his own. A blind man can see that. But a seeing man is more impaired than a blind man because he's he's less apt to think that he needs help, that he needs a savior. Let's do verse 41 again. Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we sin, your sin remains. Just like Paul was talking about in Romans, um, I think it was Romans chapter nine, like when he was like, yo, he was talking to the Jews. He was saying like, yo, I just like Jesus said, he said, I have set up in Zion a rock of offense and a stumbling stone. I've set up in Zion a rock of offense and a stumbling stone. This is, is here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. It's the same stone. It's the same rock. The rock and the stone are the same thing. Are you going to be, are you going to be, like the rock and the stone is the same thing. It's the same person, in fact. It's Jesus. Yo, are you going to stumble upon this? You're going to stumble upon this. You're going to be like, yo, I don't need this. Let me walk over this man. Let me not. I don't need him. I've set up his line of a rock of offense and a stumbling stone. What is going to happen? The stone, Jesus is the stone that the builders rejected. Just like Hebrew said, he said, the Bible says that I, um, the Bible says that the stone that the builders rejected, hallelujah, has now become the chief cornerstone. If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say, like, if you were blind, you would be, I would be, I would be able to forgive you of, of all your sins. But since then, but since not, you, since you think you're good, since you don't think that you need me. If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say, we see your sin remains. Chapter 10. Truly, truly, I say to you, this is all in red. A lot of the bulk of this is in red. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door. See, like you trying to find other ways. Again, like I said, a stumbling stone or a rock of offense. The Jews were trying to do it through the law. Why are you trying to do things through the law when I've given grace, when I've already sent my son? Why are you trying to do things your way? You need to come through me. That's what this passage is about. You need to come through me. We talk, the, 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 the series is called, Who's the Man? I, he says in multiple places of this, of this chapter, who he is. And here we go. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep, we would be the sheep. Those of us believing in Christ. Yes, we are those foolish things called sheep who need a savior, who need a shepherd, who need guiding, who need to be told every little and every last thing to do, who sometimes need our legs broken so that we don't run off. We are the sheep. but climbs up some other way. He is a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. 
to him, the doorkeeper, like, yo, why am I entering through? Why am I entering through other ways? Because y'all not going to know who I am. If I enter another, like, I, I could walk boldly through this door because I am the owner. I am the shepherd. I'm the one whose voice that they will know. I'm the one whose call that they will understand. I'm the one whose correction that they will understand. I'm the one whose rod and staff that they will be comforted by. Verse three, to him, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. This is self-explanatory. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to dumb this down for you all because I literally just explained it. And y'all know. OK, I'm not I, I believe that. This is self-explanatory. Jesus is making this very plain right here. So I'm not going to offend y'all by trying to super explain this when he's already breaking this down. It's a parable, okay? When he puts forth all his own, but apparently the, the disciples needed it explained to them again, which is what we're going to see. When he puts forth all his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger, they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Hallelujah. You know, I remember being in um anthropology class. Shout out to Isaiah. I remember being in, in the anthropology class and there were talks of a Christ and many Christ before Jesus. Right. And them talking about and like how there are similarities to this and that in the third, and how virgin birth here. There was this and that there. There was another person claiming to be this and that. Da, 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 da. Here's the answer to that. Here's the answer to that. I don't believe this what this is what I think Jesus is directly speaking to the things at that time. I'm speaking directly to this to these false Christs. The Bible says that there will there will be many that come in my name, but don't listen to them. I'm addressing it. I don't believe that Moses was a robber. I don't believe that David was a robber. I don't believe that the, you know, the forefathers, the Abrahams and all of those things. I don't think that that's who he's talking about here. I think he's talking about the old, the theories in the, and the theories and the misnomers and the claims that were being made at that time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Find some facts. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm open to being wrong. For real. But I don't believe that he's talking about people that were trusting in God. Like they never claimed to be shepherds. They never claimed to be the Christ. In fact, they claim the opposite. Verse four, when he puts forth all of his own, he goes ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. A stranger, they simply will not follow, but will flee from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech, Jesus spoke to them. But they did not understand what those things were, which he had been saying to them. So Jesus said to them again, truly, 
truly, verily, verily, like I'm so serious. I am dead serious. Like if you don't hear nothing else, hear this. That's what truly, truly means. Verily, verily. Like I am telling the truth. So Jesus said to them again, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. That is the way in. Everything else is a falsehood. Everything else is is counterfeit. Everything else is illegitimate. The shepherd will walk through the door. Truly, truly, I say to you, forget, walk through the door. I am the door. First, first of all, I, will, I walk through the door. Now I am the door. I'm the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. Lord, I'm going to let you do, do your thing. All who came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. If you're my disciples, if you're my sheep, you're not going to hear them. You're not going to hear them. Point blank, period. Ephesians, those who are predestined before the beginning of time, if they, if you truly my sheep, you're not going to hear them. No, you're not the Messiah. No, you're not. No, you're not my shepherd. No, you're not. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. There is no other way to be saved. I've been, I was watching a movie uh, today on Netflix called Monkey King. Dope movie, by the way. A lot of, a lot of, uh, there was one thing that I, went, I was like, man, that's me. That's so me. That is so me. I am this monkey king right here. Um, but I don't believe in Buddha. So there was, a, there was a whole lot of stuff I had to throw out, right? Why'd I bring that up? Uh, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. And will go in. Okay. I don't know why I brought that. So I just think, yes. Yeah, so there are, oh, there are so many. Thank you, Lord. There are so many reasons and so many other people that come and say like, yo, you can enter this way. Like Buddha is like, yo, you can become so enlightened that you can become a part of Buddha, that you can do this, that, and the third. Um, uh, the, 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 the Jehovah's Witnesses is like, yo, if you're not going X amount of doors, the Mormons are like, yo, if you you can do X, Y, and Z and then pro and then process and proceed to your godhood and all of this type of stuff. And Jesus is like, yo, that's not the way. I'm the way. I'm the way. I'm the door. Let me make it clear. I'm the way to get in. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, like I said, I was talking to David about this once saved, always thing. Once saved, always saved thing. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. That's not saying that you should just be going in and out of Christ. That's not what I'm saying. But if you if you leave and you come back, you, you will find pasture. Sheesh. 
The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Oh, Jesus, he don't want you to have no fun. This might Nobody might say this, but even though some people might say this, but sometimes people don't want to say this. People say this subconsciously. You know what I mean? The thief comes, oh, well, you know, the Lord don't want you. No, I want you to have, I want you to, he don't want you to have a life. He wants you to be cooped up. He wants you to do, no. I want you to have a life so bad. I want you to have it abundantly too. Let me hurry this up. I, I think my daughter is coming back with my mother. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. It's, the Lord is foreshadowing here. He's getting them prepared. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who is not the owner of the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand and is not concerned about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. And I know my own and my own know me. Even as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. And I think that he's talking about the Gentiles, whoever you believe the Gentiles to be. Um, I'm not going to get into that. At least not today. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. Like, okay, this is the this is the Hebrew Israel. This is the Hebrew fold. These are the, the this is the Israelite fold. Da, 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 da. But I got I got other sheep that I need to go get that that will be coming into the fold. We got to talk about Romans one of these days. Right? We talked about how how the Gentiles have been grafted in, and because the Gentiles have been grafted in, how much more. Will God's chosen people be grafted back in if they come back to him? So I was like, nobody needs to be, be hype. Nobody needs to be like, oh, yeah, we did this, we did that. Nobody needs to be doing that. We all need to be thanking God for one another. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. I appreciate this. I appreciate this because I read in the Bible one time, I was about maybe 17, 18. I was like, oh, wow. So we wasn't about to be saved. The Lord just brought brought us into, or let's say Gentiles. The Lord just brought Gentiles into the fold um, or was accepting Gentiles just to make the Israelites jealous. That was a part of it. But like, no, that was always the plan. And so praise God for that. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it again. No one has taken it away from me. Nobody takes Jesus' life. So that's the whole thing. Well, oh, man, the Jews killed Jesus. No, no one took Jesus' life. He laid it down. It's so different. It's so it's so different to understand it this way so that the, 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 the crucifixion, Jesus' death, can become so much more real to you. No, it wasn't the Romans that killed Jesus. It wasn't the Jews that killed Jesus. Jesus, like y'all think y'all killing me. I lay my life down so that I could take it up again. So no one took it from me and I just say, oh, well, now I did this for y'all. No, this was always the plan. 
And you can see it all throughout the Gospels when Jesus disappeared because they was trying to kill him all throughout the scriptures. And he was like, nah, not today. Not today. My time ain't come yet. Not today. Not today. No one takes Jesus' life. No one took his life. He gave it freely. He gave it for us. He gave it for us. Otherwise, if they took it, it wasn't a sacrifice. It wouldn't be a sacrifice if they took it. I have other sheep, verse, verse 16, I have other sheep which are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will hear my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason, a father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it again. No one has taken it away from me, but I lay it down on my own initiative. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This commandment I received from my father. So we see here. Even though that's why I like, well, how does Jesus not know when he coming back? How does, he, how does he look? I'm fully man and I'm fully God. There's some things that the Lord just there's just some things that are this is the responsibility of God the Father, this is the responsibility of God the Son, and this is the responsibility of God the Holy Spirit. We all work in accordance with one another. What's the point of us having having stuff not what's the point is of us being three God in three persons and we all doing the same exact thing? Blessed Trinity. This commandment I received from my father, a division occurred again among the Jews because of these words. Many of them were saying he has a demon and is 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 in and is insane. Why do you listen to him? Others were saying these are not the sayings of one demon possessed. A demon cannot open the eyes of the blind, can he? No, a demon cannot truly open the eyes of a blind person. A demon cannot spiritually open the blind eyes of anyone. So we give glory to God. We say, thank you, Lord God. We will stop at verse 21. And we're going we're gonna to talk more about it later. Um, as Jesus, he affirms his deity. Um, in the passages that we just read and in the passages that we're getting ready to read, he is going to assert his deity. Jesus was always saying he was God. Grace and peace. Bailey, daddy loves you.